Welcome to another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast. Our mission, to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee. Welcome back to the Frankie Lee Podcast. Now today, guys, we have a woman that's gone from being we're working high up in IT in Google and founded a award-winning company called Equolution with her business partner, Jade Spooner. She's on the Forbes 30 under 30 list. She's done so many different things and we're going to go in, into all of them. Amal Wakim, welcome to Thank the Frankie you. Lee podcast. Thank you for having me, Frankie. It's uh, really nice to meet you as well. Yeah. I've Thank heard you. amazing things about you. Have you? Yes. Who from? <laughs> um, from Toby, actually, I know that you guys have worked together, yeah. um, and I know that Davey's been on your show as well. Yeah. Um, and he's spoken highly of Toby, and then like Toby was telling me about your podcast, and then he was speaking highly of you, and that you've done work for him, and and so on. And yeah, mad, mad. That's that's nice. That's nice. That's that's good. That's good. I'm I'm pumped for that. I think the best place for us to start with you, obviously, you've got you've you you've done so much with Equolution in the last few years. Yeah. Obviously, been on Deloitte's fastest growing companies, top 50 companies in Australia. You've done mad technology play. You've built an app. You've got thousands of customers. You're serving people at a different level now in the nutrition space. I think what most people, everyone will look at that and think, wow, that's that's amazing. I could never achieve that myself. But like, you went from working, just, just break it down for us. You went from working in Google in IT, when did you when did you kind of know that you kind that kind of wasn't for you? It's so funny that you said that. Um, I was working in IT for Google. I was actually working in the marketing, like ecom um, retail marketing for Google. I think right. there's been one article that says that we're working in IT for Google. Yeah, yeah. I do my research. Yeah, you I know, know I mean? you've I, done your research. I've done my research. You've done it well. It's not um, my fault. They misquoted. Yeah, it's not did. my fault. They did. They, they, they misquoted. That's was, not my fault. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was news.com.au that said it, or maybe Daily Mail, but. So, can you confirm. Flex it, flexing the articles already. She's fle- <laughs> guys, she's just flexed on me big time. I think it was news.com.au that mentioned me in there. <laughs> um, but yes, can confirm, did work for Google. Um, I was in the retail marketing. So, you know, those like Chromecasts and Chromebooks and yeah, yeah, yeah. any of their physical products. So, those stands that you saw at JB Hi-Fi, um, I was managing a team that would uh, facilitate those stands and then just be those little ambassadors that would talk to customers and, yeah, and, and sell the products. Um, and then Jade, on the other hand, was working for um, the AdWords department. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And I loved it. Like I, I feel like I had always known that I would have my own thing going on. So growing up as a child, um, I actually started my own business when I was 14. I think it was 14, 14 or 15. Um, my sister... What my, business was that, by the way? It was it was a hair straightening business. So it was my sister, I need my that. cousin. Oh yeah, I'll I'll, say, I'll I'll give you a few products. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll um, yeah. So my sister, my cousin, and I. Um, my dad was doing import export um, from China. He was like uh, importing goods from China, and he was just like, "If there's anything that you girls want to create, let me know, and we can make it happen." And yeah. so we flew over to China, and we had a passion for like just hair because I've got really thick curly hair, and so I would straighten it every. Day. I do, yeah. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Honestly, guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll never believe that in a month or something. My hair is so straight. Um, Yeah. yeah, And so we, at that time, were really passionate about hair straighteners. And back then, I think it was only GHD that was around. And so we were like, oh, you know what? We'd bring out like a a competitor of GHD, something that's better for your hair that had titanium plates that you could change the degrees on. And, you know. This was at 14 years old. Yeah, 14 or 15. I can't remember how old I was. Maybe even 16. I I don't even remember. I don't even remember what I did yesterday. Um, But. Yeah, so we, I started that business with my sister and my cousin, and we um, went to China, created our own product, our own branding. It was called um, Glamorous by DDA, because our names started with DDA. Right, um, yeah. And then we, for those that live in Sydney, we had a um, stall in the Bankstown Centro, because we were trying to target other like Lebanese females yeah, yeah, that had yeah, thick yeah. curly to, hair. To start to build like a culture to, yeah. around it, yeah. And so we sold out. We were selling our hair straighteners and our blow dryers and we only bought a couple thousand um, pieces and we sold out and it was just something that I'd started when I was younger. Um, and it's so funny because only recently, like maybe like a couple of months ago or even a year ago, someone actually had texted me and said, hey, Mal, just wondering if you're still selling those hair straighteners. I'd love another one. And I'm just like, I got out of that business a long time ago. <laughs> um, That's but, like 15 years ago, darling. Like, yeah. Um, and so, like, I always knew that I had a passion for business and, like, doing my own thing. Um, I aced business, like, commerce at you know, in high school. I think in my ATAR for my business um, exam, I got, like, 98 out of 100. I just had a passion for it. It just came naturally to me. And then um, after school, I started studying um, – I did a bachelor in a bachelor of commerce, majoring in marketing and management, and I went into the marketing space. So that's when I got. That's a job when at you Google. got into Google, and yeah. That, yeah. And I loved it. It was a, a really great culture. I loved the people that I worked with. Um, I got Jade a job, so we worked together. Um, and so did you and Jade grow up together, like yeah. in 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 Sydney as well? So you grew yeah. up as friends as well. Yeah. So we were both. Um, born and raised in the Shire and we went to primary school together and high school together. We weren't exactly like the best of friends during high school, but uh, we were, we had the same interests when it came to like weight loss and dieting and, you know, being like into like fitness and stuff. So we connected at Cause school. Because a, a lot of people won't realise that on, on your way into setting up this brand as well and leaving Google, you lost 30 kilos, yep. right? Yep. I'm right in saying 30 yes, kilos, right? Yes, 30 kilos. Yeah. So That's I lost 30 and Jade lost 20. Is, was it was it losing that weight then that kind of inspired you to set this up in, in its entirety and yeah. think, okay, now because I've learned about all this nutrition stuff myself, I now want to ap- allow other women and, and other people to know this much about it like I know. Is that yeah. kind of yeah. the kind of play? So how it all started was I was um, overweight for a majority of my life. So coming from a Lebanese family, you can only imagine the amount of carbs The involved. amount of food my mum would feed me. Sorry, Jackie, if you're listening. She's 100% going to listen to this. We love you, um, Jackie. We love you, Jackie. She is Jackie, this doesn't Jackie, this doesn't mean that you can't invite me over for a family <laughs> meal, all right? I'm just saying. Like. <laughs> She'll call me after this and be like, the reason why you have equilution is because I fed you like that when you were a child. She like claims all of it. Um, so yeah, like growing up in a Lebanese family, um, food was a, a form of celebration and a form of love. Like my mum would feed me because she loved me, literally. Yeah. Um, and I, not many people know this about me, but I was a gamer as a child. So I was like that little... Nerd, yeah, really? yeah. No, I was a gamer. What, what, what were you playing? What I we playing? don't. We are not going to talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, no, uh, we are not going to uh, talk hey, about hey, it. Hey, 
There's no avoidance of questions no. on this podcast. <laughs> I asked you well, if I could avoid questions. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> what were you playing? What were you playing? It's Come. embarrassing. I don't care. This is a this is a it's real like, podcast. This isn't this is not a rubbish podcast in Australia. This is the best podcast and this is why we're going to this. So what okay. were you playing? I was on an online like virtual reality um platform. It was called Habbo Hotel. Right. It's so, it's so funny because like I have people that I was friends with online still follow me and they message me on Instagram um, yeah. about like when we were friends back then. But I, I would say like my I my ability to be an entrepreneur really came out then because I would sell my accounts for cash when I was so a you, child. So this, this this is why I wanted to go into that. So what you're saying is you were building up accounts in an online virtual world and selling them to other people. Yes. You see, how can we get that juice out and the real yeah. amount if you, <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you block the questions? I know. Okay. So uh, I was a gamer. Yeah. I wasn't very active because yeah. I was sitting behind a computer all day, every day if I wasn't at school. Um, and then my mum would just feed me. And when we would have like McDonald's, for example, um, instead of getting a Happy Meal when I was a child, she'd get me a large Big Mac meal. Yeah, yeah. And a, with a Coke, with a large Coke Yeah, because you were already happy, that's yeah. why. Yeah, Because <laughs> you just sold three, <laughs> account, cause you'd sold three accounts that week. We're not talking like, yeah. we're not talking like tens of dollars, yeah. we're talking thousands yeah. of dollars. What you're, um, se- what, you're selling these accounts for thousands of dollars? Yeah, a thousand dollars. You're selling, yeah. right, okay. So how long would it take you to build these accounts? Oh, God. Because it's, a couple uh, of months. I, I really want people to understand that that you can you can you can flip lots of things. You can build Instagram accounts, flip them. You can build websites. But is that them. even legal? I don't even know. What? Can you do that? Like what? build up accounts and sell them? What on Instagram? Yeah, is that a thing? Yeah, this, the, yeah. Of course, you can buy you can buy you can buy loads of accounts oh, on Instagram. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't yeah, even know that was legal. The, Davy was building accounts years ago. I don't know. I don't know if he was. I don't know if he was selling them, but he was definitely using them for his for his ads and driving his online e-commerce. That's cool. Yeah, that's. But cool. he was also he's also building them for other people as well. But it, well, it, it I did that. I did it on this platform, and pretty much what I would do is this little character that you had um, would then become like really rich, and then like you'd like have like this status and like this really cool so name. You sold the status, and then I I'd, love that. Yeah, and so I I would sell it. Um, so. Yeah, really inactive. Mum would feed me a lot. My diet was really poor. Um, and then I just remember there was a time where I had to visit the doctor um, just to check, like just get like blood done, just make sure that everything was okay. This was when I was maybe, I think like 13 or 14. I keep saying around this time. I don't know why, but like around the 13, 14 age. Um, and when I went to the doctors um, and had gotten my results back for my insulin, they said that I was like borderline diabetic. And so I had to do something about it because then I would just start to experience health problems for the rest the, of my life. The rest life. of your life, yeah, yeah. And so that was a really big wake-up call. That um, coupled with like the bullying that I experienced at school, um, like – I wouldn't say that I, like, I had friends. Like, I was one of, like, the, like, you know, like, the WOG group, like, the cool kids and so on, um, like, the at school. Group. That's what it was like. It was, like, anyone that went to my school, like, understand this. Um, but, like, I had friends and everyone was nice, but there were always those comments about my weight. Like, and it would kids come from be your so friends. Cool as yeah, well. it would come yeah. from your friends. Like, they would just say Sly things dick. about my weight. And so that with like the the issue that I was facing with like my insulin um, put together was what motivated me to start my weight loss journey. And it really just started from like, honestly, just cleaning up my diet, um, trying every fad diet under the sun. I've yeah. done the whole shake diet. I've done the no carbs. I've done not eating after six o'clock. I've done like um, fasting. I've done everything. Like you've, you name it, I've done it. Um, 
And so that with just like literally walking around the block is what helped me lose my initial kilos. So getting your knee up, basically. Yeah, getting my knee up and just cleaning up my diet. And then I, after I started my journey, like my weight loss journey, I started to become passionate about it. I feel like everyone goes through that phase where they yeah, lose we're, their we're first kinda, five, they, ten. They, they light, it lights a torch under their ass. Oh, kind of yeah, thing. They're yeah. like, right, now I can, now I start to see something. And yeah. now, I fi- once you, when, when you're physically fit and when you feel that within yourself, that's when you start seeing, oh, yeah, okay, I like this now. You preach it. You yeah, preach it to you everyone. To, yeah. Yeah. And so at that point, so I'd lost, um, I think it was half of my weight, maybe a little bit more in my last year of school. It was, I had the goal of going to my formal looking the best I've ever looked. And I remember rocking up and people were like, oh, yeah. They were like, yeah. And I was like, I was <laughs> so back. proud. I was so proud. And then it wasn't until after school. So I was still on my weight loss journey. I was like, you know, eating clean, training, whatever. And like, cause I got to the point of like, okay, I'm going to start going to the gym now. Yeah. Um, and then I ran into Jade. So it was a year after high school. I'd run into her at a cafe and she came up to me and she was like, oh my God, Amal, you look amazing. Like, what are you doing? Like, like, tell me like what you've done to like, you know, look so good and lose the amount of weight that you've lost. And I said, look, I'm just eating clean and I'm training every day. Why don't you come and train with me? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. And then from that day onwards, we trained every single day together. We did not miss a training workout. So then you trained together. Then you got the job at Google where you're working. Yeah. So we started training together. And then we started, like, we just became really good friends. Like, we became best friends from that. So, our um, our workouts and our time that we spent together at the gym is what was the, the starting point of our friendship. And then she um, was, I think she was studying law and journalism at uni as well. And I think she was just looking for a job. So, we... Before, like before Google, she was um, running Anytime Fitnesses. For, so what happens is she'd build them up and then manage it and then go on to the next Anytime Fitness. So she was working for someone who was franchising them and she hired me as one of her like assistants. Yeah. And so we were working together and then I got a job at Google and then I got her a job at Google. But then it got to a point where in our health and fitness journey, we wanted to achieve more. So we're naturally very competitive people. And so when you go to the gym every single day and you diet um, strictly every single day, you're like, how do I take this further than what it is now? And so we aspire to be fitness models. And so I don't know. Like so how like much. Bikini, bikini, fit, yeah, bikini, bikini models, models, like IFBB, WBFF. Yes, correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we then went on to prep for our first show. Did you read about that? Have you? No, I've not read about okay. this bit. No. Yeah. So we went on to prep for our first show, Jade and I, and we found a coach um, and we did a six month prep and this, oh, sorry, that's my belly. That's me getting hungry. Um, we there's, just, there's, I know you are, told me to eat snacks there, before there, this. There are, there, there are snacks <laughs> available, right? Uh, you're making out like I don't offer food, right? <laughs> he does. He's been very generous. Yeah. Um, and so we did a six month prep with this coach online and it was six months completely restrictive dieting like clean eating eating fish chicken broccoli asparagus all oats, the boring some, stuff all the boring stuff no cheat meals for six months training mm. twice a day um with cardio we did that prep we stepped on stage and we literally like it looked like jade had eaten me and i had looked like i jade had looked like she had eaten me and i'd look like I hadn't eaten so like i was far too skinny and jade needed to lose five more kilos and we were just like what like what went wrong? Like we were so strict for six months. We were so dedicated. Why yeah. do we not look like what the other girls look like? Like why are we not in the top three? And is that because you'd you'd been given the same diet by the same person? 
Yes. And obviously like the same yes. diet and the yes. same calories for different women yes. doesn't work. So we then started to become educated on nutrition. So we met um, a, a guy called Jonathan Dixon um, who did who was a part, who was the third arm or leg, whatever you that saying is, um, of Equolution. So we it was myself, Jade and Jonathan to, to start with. Um, so we'd met him, we'd heard about this guy that was giving ice cream and chocolate on meal plans and his athletes were looking amazing and so on and we we're just like we need to chat to this guy like how is this even possible this was in 2014 is, it, is this like when people were starting to say okay if it fits your macros type thing yes but it was before if it, was, it fits your macros even was a thing yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. so we were just like really curious we we're like okay we feel really defeated right now we'll do anything like whatever someone tells us to do like we'll do because we had rebounded post-comp as well because when you go from a restrictive diet to like being able to eat whatever you have no self-control it doesn't matter how dedicated of a person you are you've been restricted for so long chocolate tastes fucking good and you just want to keep eating chocolate and, and and not only that i think i think as a I mean, obviously, I'm not female myself, but I know from looking at female bodies and when they lose a lot of weight, obviously, women women hold weight in certain areas of their body anyway. Yep. So when you go and start smashing down calories or calor- calorific content after yep. after that, it's like, well, it's going to go somewhere, isn't it? Like, yeah, well, your metabolism adapts at a certain point um, after a period of time, and then when you start to when you increase your calories and you increase like the food that you can like your calorie consumption. You're going to put on weight. It's inevitable unless you properly reverse diet. And so this is why like crash dieting and like low calories doesn't work is because like, yeah, you might lose the weight. It's the wrong type of weight. So there will be fat, but you'll lose muscle and water. But as soon as you go back to eating normally, you're going to put it back on. So when you say reverse diet, you just mean slowly work your back calories back up strategically over the weeks so that you're not going to store in it all. You're not going from... 1200 calories to 2000 calories mm. overnight you're going from 1200 to 13 to 1350 14 you might go up to 15 then you might go up to 17 but you're not going from bang and so, bang yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and so we rebounded after that first show and then we we're like you know what we're going to just give this guy a chance and at that point all i knew was that I don't eat bread. I don't eat carbs. I don't whatever for so many years. Because you've demonized these things. Exactly. I labeled them as bad. And so when we sat with Jonathan and he gave us our first meal plan, it had cereal, it had ice cream, it had bread. And we, Jade and I were both so anxious. We were just like, this isn't going to work. Like this guy is fucking taking the piss. We, like I said, we felt defeated. So we were like, we'll just do anything. Like, let's just give this a week. What do we have to lose? We've already put on 10 kilos post show. So like, let's just do it. And so I remember the first week of dieting, um, it was enjoyable. It was like, wow, this is like really exciting. We both saw results at the end of it. We were just like, oh my fucking God, we ate ice cream and we lost weight. Like, is this even a thing? And this is like, I'm telling you, like if it fits your macros and flexible dieting is like a real thing now, like balanced uh, dieting is like a a thing of what people um, follow when it comes to like dieting, which I'm so glad to hear. But back then that was not a thing. Eating chicken and broccoli was the way you would lose yeah, weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you 100%. did anything other than that, you will not lose weight. And so, and this is not that long ago, is it? We're talking what seven, eight years. Ago? Yeah, eight. What year are we in? Two thousand and twenty-one. So yeah, about six, seven years ago. And so when Jade and I experienced that, we just knew that we had to share this with the world. We were just like, oh my god, like how does the world not know about this? Like we need to be the two people that 
spread this message because for so many years we dieted so restrictively and it was not fun and it was sad we lost relationships we um like hated ourselves we had a bad relationship with food we had no self-control and now we have like the answer to a problem that every single person is facing in this world and so we then decided to do a second show for our like our fitness modeling journey and we did this under like the whole flexible dieting concept. So yeah. being understanding the caloric and macronutrient requirements our body needed individually, not what Jade needed is not what I ate, it's what yeah. Amal needed. So your protein target and her protein target are totally so different. So different, so different. And so we prepped for 16 weeks. This is our first WBFF show. And I remember at that point we had created these Instagram pages and I was little fit girl and Jade was fit and hungry and we were anonymous. We didn't, no one knew that we were behind these pages. We'd never post a photo of our face. We'd just post our food and our journey. And we, we swore to our following that we would eat ice cream every single night. And back then people were like, these girls are crazy. Like in 2014, they were just like, these girls have lost their mind. They think they're going to eat ice cream and get up on stage looking like an athlete. And we did. I got down to, I think it was like 9% body fat. Um, and for a female, that's really low. Yes, yeah, I had yeah. like a full, I had not a six pack, I had an eight pack. It was just like, I was so lean and Jade looked incredible as well. It was just, it was just unreal that we had tested science to the absolute limit. We documented on our Instagrams and we grew a following because of it. So I think I have like 25K following or something like just a on little less. On this page at the on time. This, no, the, the, like on my current, I changed my name to Amal um, yeah. like after. Yeah. But like it, at this time, the, and this was back in 2014 when no one had any followers on Instagram. So our fitness pages had grown during a time where Instagram was still really fresh because people were so intrigued by our journey. They were just like, ice cream and cereal and bread like and they're losing weight and they look like that like what is going on we got so much hate for it so many people were like you don't know what you're talking about like that doesn't apply to everyone like blah 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 you need to be eating like um clean like I was getting into like if I go to like my archive um photos on Instagram because I still have that same page like it's my email page um people like I'd post like I'd be smart ass and be like oh just eating like a skinny cow ice cream and losing weight like did you know that a carb is just a carb and like I'd put all this scientific fact and so on and people would message saying why are you preaching this like you don't know what you're talking about blah 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 and we'd get so much hate but the thing is it's logical sense that if you've got if if you've got enough you know, protein, carbs and fats that day. And I, if I started my day with two and a half thousand calories and I eat an ice cream, I just take the fats off the fats, the carbs off the carbs and, and the protein off the protein. Yeah. And, and then whatever I've got left is what I've got left. Exactly. And that's not, and that doesn't affect whether I can be ripped or not because I'm just eating within the calorie, calorific yeah. requirement for my body. Yeah. Like, and like, um, it, it, don't need to overcomplicate no, it. No, I don't need to. And and that's the reason why we started Equolution is because we found something that was so complex. Like the dieting industry, one, there were so many misconceptions. Um, people were miseducated. And two, people took a very simple science and made it complicated. So people that were actually, you know, facilitating the whole calorie counting and the macro counting and so on, they were complicating it too much. Like Lane Norton blessed like he's a very highly intelligent man and we learned so much from him but he just complicated it for the everyday person and so we were just like how do we simplify this like how do we teach people that it's your numbers that matter and like to be fair like you can't hit your numbers by just eating junk 
and just junk only. So when people are like, if it fits your macros, like this was back, I think 2015, 16, when it became yeah, a trend. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't just, you, you can't just eat total crap. No, but, it's but a what, balanced But what approach. you're trying to tell people, and especially women, is the fact that you can, you don't need to demonize food anymore. Exactly. And demonizing food is not empowering you to go and be who you want to be. Exactly. And, yeah. And that, that's, that's the fundamental issue of demonizing. Yeah. And that's where all these like, um, you know, people get, get these anxieties around food, and then they get and, and they get they get other ailments that they that, that come Just, into their life. Anorexia comes into yeah, your life. Yeah, eating all, disorders. Eating disorders. It all comes from you know, like having a poor relationship with food because of the experience that you've had with food. But the thing is, like, you should have no relationship with food because food is just food and it's just fuel. Like, you don't need to overthink it. You just you just yeah, eat, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so. And that's how Equilution came about because we had experienced it ourselves. So we were our first two clients. And at that point of like completely testing it and like starting to understand how the numbers worked and how the body worked and how nutrition worked, we then created Equilution. And so Equilution was just a part-time thing for us. So we were working at Google at the time. Yeah. And Jade and I were situated literally back to back. So like I would swing my chair over and like I'd talk to her. And so at that time we were – Studying at uni, we were working full time at Google. We were competing, and we were running Equilution on the side. It was very Equilution at this point. Was it just a website? Was it PDFs? What 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 were so you selling? Equilution at this point was myself, Jade, and Jonathan. And what had happened is Jonathan was working at ASN at the time, so he was at a supplement shop. And any person that came in to buy supplements would then ask for training and nutrition advice. So we'd get our clients through. Jonathan. Yeah, so ASM so would just, like, ASM yeah. would just like yeah. feeding you clients. Yeah, basically. exactly. Because he'd be like, oh, yeah. So they'd be like, oh, so do you know how I could incorporate this protein powder into my day? Or is this good for weight loss? And he'll be like, oh, let me give you some nutrition advice. I do this. And then like that's how it works. So um, Jonathan was like kind of like the the word of mouth referral figure. Jade and I were like the um, – You were putting it together at the putting back Putting it end. together. And it, that's just how it worked. And then it got Probably in Google's point, time, I might add. <laughs> no, can I can I can I be honest? Like we were really good employees. Like I say this all the time to my team. Like I like to use examples of when we were back um working at Google and like just any company that we've ever worked for. Yeah. Just like what our work ethic was like. Um we were the first ones in, we were the last ones out. We like took a lot of pride in our work. We just had really good work ethic. Um and so like it got to a point where some of the time while we were at Google had to be used for acquisition because we were just at high de- at such a high demand. But our days were like, wake up, go to the gym at 5am, go straight to work, um, go from work, catch a train home only because we could work on the train because driving got in the way of like working. And then like after, once we get home, train again because we train twice a day and then we'd work, keep working and it was just repeat. It was just like... A lot of people will be wondering how you did that much volume of work and how you did that. But the reason you did that is because you found purpose in what you were doing. We were so passionate. We just loved being a part of this life-changing experience it was just so rewarding to like have people experience what you experience and to be a part of it it like gave us a purpose it was like you wake up every day and you're just like I feel good like I'm making an impact did you ever think back then you'd you'd build it into being like the, the 14th fastest growing company in Australia um yes like you did to, you, yeah you actually, I, 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 be yes, honest you yes, actually, you be actually honest. thought that so um to keep going on with the story, we got to a point where we saw the potential in Equilition. We're just like, oh, this isn't just like a, a two-client thing. Like people are, like want like this service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, it was just like one day we rocked up and 
I felt like we both knew it was a day, like that we were going to quit. And so we rocked up to work. So this wasn't planned? No, it was definitely not planned. And I just like, we, I just had this weird feeling. Jade had a weird feeling. It was just a, it was just a weird day, weird but exciting day. And then um, Jade, I was in a meeting with my manager and I got pinged on Google chat um, and Jade was like, I just did it. It's your turn. I'm sitting here having like a really important meeting and she just told me that she's just quit her job. And I'm like, holy fuck, the on, pressure's on. We haven't even spoken about and, this. And hold on. I think what's more ironic is that she did it on Google Chat and Google Chat's <laughs> useless. <Yeah. laughs> but that's, that's how we used to communicate probably, to everyone. It's probably their worst product. Yeah, but we yeah. used to... That, this I'm, is surprised you got, I'm surprised you got the message. Yeah, I know, I know. But that's, that's uh, that was our form of comms um, so what, when did working you, did you, there. Did you quit? Yes, yeah, so and then I quit. And you, then You quit then and there in that meeting? I quit, no. So I got out of the meeting and then I, I handed in my resignation and then we bought a one-way ticket, listen to this, one-way ticket to America because we thought Silicon Valley had all the answers. And at this point, that's when we sat with Jonathan and we said, Jonathan, I think we were just a partnership at this time, so we hadn't incorporated. And we said, Jonathan, like we're ready to turn this into something. Do you want to come with us full-time? He's like... I like, he's like, I'm passionate about it. Like I'm highly educated because he, I think he's, he's then studied like, um, when he went to uni, something to do with nutrition. That's like where he got yeah, all, yeah, he accumulated yeah. all his knowledge. Um, and so he was just like, I'm highly educated in it, but like, and I'm passionate, but I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. I love supplements and I love being a part of this industry and I want to go on and start my own supplement store and like now Jonathan owns a supplement store in Caringburn in Sydney called Booty and Buff and it's incredible like he's gone on to fulfill his dreams and what his passion is I'm I'm glad I'm glad he knew he could like rather than just chasing like uh, you know being on a money train and all that stuff I'm I'm glad he knew himself well enough to know that what no, no, no. I'm going to focus on yeah. what I truly want because that takes a lot of balls when you think 100%. about it. 100%. And if you've got passion, you're, you're, the ability to make good money comes from that. You draw, Your yeah. passion drives yeah. that. So it doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you've got that passion, you're not going to give up until you get there. Um, and so Jade and I got onto a flight, flew to America, a one-way ticket. Um, we were there for three months. We spent a lot of money. Like we were dumb. Like we spent like 80K each um, living the best life in America. We got fat because we were eating so much. Like we weren't even practicing what we I preached. Thought, I thought you were going to say we got fucked up. No, but we, you're got, like, no, we, got we got fat. fat. We got fat. <laughs> we were living our best life. We lived in New York for a little bit. We lived in LA. Like we were just like having the best time. But we lost focus. We started to get distracted because – there was just so much opportunity in America. Like for those that have been to the US, you see something and you're like, oh, Australia needs that. We need to do that. And so we we were going to bring um, boxed waters at one point. We were going to bring Barry's Boot Camp at one point. We um, were going to bring a salad health bar at one point. And then we went to this thing called the Startup Grind. So this was right at the end of our trip. Went to the Startup Grind because we we were entrepreneurs. Like we were running Equilution on the side. And like, we just had a passion for business. And so we went to the startup grind just to attend to see what it's like to have like a tech company. Um, and it was then and there that we realized the potential for Equilution because back then, I think this was 2015, being a female entrepreneur was not really a big thing. It was mostly like men. And we went to this um, 
this event, this conference where it was filled with men. And it was just Jade and I were the, like the two youngest and we were like pretty much the only two females at the time. And so it sparked their curiosity. They were just like, what are you two girls doing here? Like you're from Australia, you're young, you're females. Like what, what, are you, what brings you here to the startup grind? And so those conversations led us to meeting um, investors, potential investors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were just like, I don't think you girls realize like what you're sitting on. Like you don't realize that you've just filled a gap in the market and you're um, solving a problem that every person is facing. And we're just like, yeah, we need to go back and start working on this properly. We didn't take any investment. So at that time it, it, it was attractive, like having people like offer you money for like to be a part of your business. I think that's easier to get offered that kind of money as well in America than it oh, is. Oh, 100%. Like, 100%. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, people just you probably like, we'll got offered you- it for your accent. <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, it was like, they were like, we'll give you 250K. We, we want to be a part of your uh, your business. We want to like be yeah. able to like facilitate how many, the growth ca- of it. How many clients did you have at this particular point? <sighs> not many. I can't even remember. Probably like 20. Like not many at all. Yeah. Like, it was nothing. So you quit. So, so this, this is what I want the audience to understand. You, you and Jade backed yourself. You had 20 clients, right? You quit Google, right? You was earning all right money at Google. You quit Google. You back. You, you, you fly to fucking America. Right? You drop 80K between your each. 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 And each. You, did you have that money stacked? Yeah. We, like I said, like we've been working our entire life and yeah. we were just, so you we just had really good work ethic. But we were smart. But, 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 but 160K for two women, three At weeks. Like 21, At 20. Three weeks. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? No, three months. Three months. Three months. Three, 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 three months. We, okay, we three dropped months. 80K for over three months. 80K yeah. over three months. Yeah. We lived the best So 160K. Yeah. Fucking I know, up. I know. Do you know what I mean? I know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I, and we got fat. Oh, man, honestly. I know. But when you think about what you can... What, I know. Honestly, like, Don't remind me. No, but the experience and the everything that's it led to... It taught us so much. Yeah. 80K for what we learnt while we were there is nothing. It, the life experience that you had... 100%. And, and the, but I just want the audience to understand the amount, of, the amount of nuts and guts it takes to put yourself on the line. Because what people do is they work really hard in a job yeah. like, like you did at yeah. Google. They work really hard. They stack this cash. Yeah. Save, 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 save. And then they become attached to the number saved in the bank and they don't yeah. use it. Money is meant to be fuel and you're meant to use that fuel to take you further forward. And so many people get this attachment to the money. It's like my mate said, my mate said to me the other day, Frankie, why do you put so much money into your podcast? I'm like, bruv, do you not understand what this podcast is going to be? Like, you, you, you can't see it, but I can, so I don't give a fuck. Like, just put the, yeah. just put, if you, it's so if, true, if you believe in yourself, will you believe in what you you're doing? Back yourself. Back yourself. Back yourself. Back yourself. 100%. 100%. And so then, we had those conversations, and then after the startup grind, Jade and I were just like, okay, well, we're sitting on something that could be something really big. We, don't know the American market as well as we do the Australian market. So we need to fly back home and actually execute this and like grow this company. And so we flew back home, fat, broke, <laughs> but full of full of wisdom and knowledge, you I would say. 
Uh, we were, trust me. We had to actually her, her diet. Her version of fat and my version of fat, two different No, things. we actually had to diet after that period of yeah, time. But, yeah. It was not good. Disagreement, um, but carry on. We would hide under these big jumpers. Like if Jade is listening to this podcast, she'll laugh because she knows those big jumpers that we hidden for six months because we didn't want anyone to know that we'd put on weight because we, were, we ran a dieting company and like we just mm. weren't practicing what we preached because we were in America and we are just like eating cheesecake every day. It was good. But anyways, lesson learned. So we flew back and then I remember that that so we flew back to Australia and we're like okay we need to actually start running this business so we sat down there's this um shopping center called Miranda Westfield in yeah, in yeah. Sydney we was we, we went to the same cafe every single day and we used their free wi-fi and we would sit at the same table for, for the first 12 months of running equilition and on day one we sat down across from each other and we looked at each other and we were just like okay what do we do now it's like we're doing this full time and like what do you actually do to run a business? And then we started to create an Instagram page for Equolution, and I'll go into that a little bit later. But after the first week of running the business, it was payday. Yeah. And I transferred Jade. I think it was like 200 or $300. I can't remember the exact amount. She, she remembers the exact amount. And she looked at me. She's like, oh, my car repayments are more than this how am I going to be able to live like did we make the right choice and I just sat there and I said Jade this is not what it's always going to be like this is just the start like I believe in this so much like we've we've got to do this like we can't give up and then that's to answer your question about did I know that we would be listed as like what like the in in the tech fast 50 and Forbes 30 under 30 and and so on and it was like then and there yes I did know and that's the reason why we didn't give up because we knew that what we were selling like our service is something that everyone needed it wasn't just like a whatever like we weren't just selling like I was gonna say socks but everyone needs socks but like it was just like <laughs> it wasn't just like a, a novelty item it was it yeah. was a life-changing experience but in saying that though like Jade and I we didn't start this business because of like what it could potentially be. We started this business because we had a message we wanted to share. And obviously like scaling and spreading your message results in like seeing success in your business, right? So like mm. having awarded all these amazing awards and being recognized and so on. But we did it because we wanted to be the two people that shared this with the world. 100%. I, and yeah. I can see your passion when you say that. It's quite, yeah. it lights me up just looking at you, <laughs> looking at you getting on it. Because I like, love it so much. No, it, it's good because... To go from to go from earning like zero dollars to like eight figure nine figure business whatever it's like it's a it's a big it's a big move man it's a big move you should be very very proud of yourselves for Thank for you. what you did and what you put in but I just really needed people to understand how much you'd backed yourself oh yeah because 100%. because I, and I and I drilled it, I drill into this again on the podcast you quit your job at Google it's very safe when you're earning that kind of money at Google and then you dropped you took your savings and you backed yourself big yeah. time and you came back again with nothing and then and then just went just went kept for, going went, went for the hills and there was another period of time where we had to back ourselves so after Equolution had been operating I think it was for like the first twelve months what kind of what kind of revenue numbers were you doing in the first twelve months. Just so people know from what you went to. I think in the first year we made 300K. I don't know. I can't remember. I honestly can't remember, but I'm thinking it was around the 300K yeah, mark. Yeah. It's a nice um, little good start to yeah, a business. Yeah, it, it was a good, 
good kick. Like, hey, yeah, good let's, work. Let's go. Yeah. We, 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 we can, can get, we can we can get, get a Louis Vuitton bag each. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I actually don't think we even started buying handbags until like <laughs> years after. But um, yeah, so like us backing ourselves. So we started the business. We saw it pick up. Word of mouth, everyone in the Shire knew about it, which was like the how like we started to create our clientele. So most of the people that were clients initially were from the Shire. Yeah. Um, and then we started to partner with PTs and facilitate um, the nutrition for personal trainers. So, yeah, so you started to be the app that PTs used to calculate well, this stuff. Well, was, this was before we were an app. This was when we were doing everything manually. Right, okay. So we, how Equolution came about and so how we serviced our clients were, we had um, – a chat platform between us and the client. So it was either through Messenger, Facebook Messenger, and if they didn't have Facebook, it was through WhatsApp. And then we then created their meal plan, typed it out, sent them a PDF, and then they did their weekly check-ins through this chat platform. Yeah, yeah. So everything was done manually. It was yeah. very time-consuming. And so we then partnered with PTs and we'd say, well, you know what kind of results you can get if you had proper um, good training and proper nutrition, you get the best type of results. And we'll give you a clip for each client that you refer. So then we started to manage their clients, manage their check-ins, their accountability, like we were their coach. And then they'll just facilitate the training. And that's how we grew, so word of mouth. Um, and then it got to a point where I remember calling Jade one day and I said, Jade, like, and it was just when Jade and I were working just for, like it was just us two for Equolution. And I just said, it's just the amount of clients that we're handing, handling right now is just, it's just crazy. Like we can't keep growing without one hiring um, or like automating this. And then I said, imagine if we had an app that did it. And this was back in 2015, 16 when apps weren't really like a thing. And then she's like, oh my God, you're onto something. And then that's when we started to make like our our first big investment into the company because at that point we'd not paid for marketing. We yeah. had no overheads. And, and let me just drill into that for the audience because you partnered with people that already had your clients and that's what most people who have businesses that listen to this podcast should do. Someone's already marketed and someone's already yeah. paid for yeah. to acquire your clients and and you can plug with someone else and service someone else's clients at a better level well, for them. We our growth of the business for the first five years was organic. We had not put a single dollar into marketing. And like someone actually asked me this the other day, what would you have told yourself when you first started the business five years ago to assist with like scaling? And I said, I would have put more money into paid marketing a lot sooner because I didn't realize like how effective it is. But organic marketing is just as important and it helped us build that foundation for our brand. And so at that point, when we- you juice into marketing too quick though, you can waste a it's lot 100%, of money. hundred percent, hundred percent. You really need to like validate your concept first. Which, which, which you were doing with the PTs. Exactly. And so it got to a point where we needed to make our first big investment into the company and that's through tech. So technology is not cheap for anyone that started a tech um, platform or product or whatever. Um, you would know how much it actually requires in terms of funding. And so Jade and I up like still to this day, both, um, own holy equilution so we yeah. d- we've not taken on so any 50, investment 50 yeah. 50 so we've uh, we've completely funded we've bootstrapped the entire time and so at that point when we were investing in tech we had people say to us are you like you girls are so stupid like what you're doing now is working like you're making like you know at this point maybe like half a million dollars or close to a million dollars a year like you know why do you need to do that like you have a good life 
Like, you don't need anything beyond that. Like, don't waste your money. That's their limiting beliefs, though. And so we had to back ourselves. So, like, again, talking about, like, backing yourself and the importance of, like, really believing in what you're doing. You will have so much, like, noise from everyone else. People will always share their opinion. hundred percent, But you need to back yourself. hundred percent. And we did. And I am so glad we did because it obviously allowed us to then take it to the next level by facilitating our service through a mobile app. In you know you said that there was a point in there where you where you both had to pump a lot of cash back in. What kind of what what position was the business monetary wise and what kind of cash number did you have to pump back in to get this app going? Cuz I really want people to understand again cuz oh, saying saying back yourself and then showing showing it is a two different I think that like to be honest I only was really across our revenue numbers maybe like for the first time two years ago so when you talk about the first three years of running the business I can't even tell you but in terms of what it cost us to build the first version of our app so the first attempt we did cost us 10k it was just like uni students that 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 did not no that did not even work they couldn't even like create the the plow they couldn't even create an mvp so that was silly but the first real attempt so our second attempt cost us 200k yeah and that's and and that's still and that's still pretty that was back what three years ago so like 200k back then is like a half million dollars now really when you think about it with with inflation yeah yeah. so that 200k did not allow us to have a functioning mobile app so we failed so we had it was like getting 200k and throwing it in the bin literally because we couldn't use any of it not even the code nothing nothing so what did you do at that point? So then we felt really defeated again. Um, we were still, we were at such high demand. Like our Instagram was pumping, um, word of mouth, referrals. It was just, it was going So crazy. the only thing that was getting you over the loss of 200K was the fact that you were still cash flowing we, continuously yeah. through yes. manual and work. And we had no overheads at this point. Yeah. So we then started to hire. That's when we started to hire um, nutrition coaches and we had them a part of facilitating the service for us and we our office was in our apartment so we didn't have any office expenses um we had kmart desks we just bought macbooks like so we like we outlaid a, a couple thousand dollars to like get our team about, going uh, th- but we didn't have like any big overheads just um, nice and lean yeah yeah and because like facebook messenger was free whatsapp was free PDFs were free, and you were getting your customers from people f- from yep. people who already had the yep. clients that had already done all the hard yards to acquire the clients. Yeah, notice exactly what I'm saying here to the audience now. Right now is the fact that you know you can plug that idea into so many business models to get started off the out the gate. If you want to start your own business today, you, yeah, you, you know what I mean. If you, yeah, it's just the so power easy. of word of mouth. Honestly, it's just insane. And so then it got to a point where. We then moved into an office and so on. Like we started to like actually run the business like it was a company. Um, and there were times where we were working until 3 a.m. There was a period of time where we actually booked out the Sofitel for a couple of our employees because they were finishing so late and then they'd start so early. And so like the Sofitel was next to our office. Yeah. And so it was like they didn't have the time to travel back home because we were at such high demand. And so the only option that we had was we need to automate this. Like we need to create a platform because we cannot keep scaling and growing with the current 
service, like with the current business model, with the yeah. current service offering, yeah, we yeah. can't do it. This is too manual. And so then we started again. So then we found, I think it was like a word of mouth. We found a tech company that we worked with for, I think we worked with them for a total of three years. Um, and they built the first version of Evolution, and, and and it's great. It does what it needs to do. Um, we've now parted with them, so we finished up our contract with them a couple of months ago, and have moved on to a new tech company, um, just because we're ready to take it to the next level. But they um, were able to finally bring our vision to life. Yeah, because like, and I was saying this to you earlier, Frankie. Like, what people see on our platform. So anyone that uses our app, like they see a calorie counting tool and they see a meal plan and they see see your and weekly check in and they see it look beautiful. Yeah, it but looks what great. goes on behind the scenes? People don't realize yeah. how complex a platform like this is. Like, our meal plan generator is so personalized that you fill out a questionnaire, you put in the foods that you don't like, the foods that you do like, you then tell us about your dieting history, your activity level, your weight, your height, your goals and so on. And then we spit out this perfect meal plan that suits your lifestyle. That's not like that allows you to enjoy the foods that you love as if you were to write that meal plan yourself. So it's not like you're not getting this meal plan that's completely like foreign to you where you're like oh i have to eat like lentils and you know a piece of steak but i don't really like steak you were literally eating your favorite bolognese pasta that you love to eat every single night and your favorite chocolate bar like it's so personalized and we've built the technology to be able to facilitate that your eyes when you said chocolate <laughs> i love chocolate but i love ice cream more oh jeez! but no i i agree with you like when you've but you, and you can tell how much love you've put into this because obviously it just lights up in you when you talk about it and you see how yeah. personalized it is but i i i, I want to move it along because like obviously you you go, you go through this business and you, what was you know when you when you landed on forbes right you know 30 under 30 what 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 was the first thing that came into your head when when that when that when that hit for you? I want to know. Well, um, I laughed. No, I laughed because I was glad that we made thirty under thirty because I said to Jay, "This is your last year, so <laughs> 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 you're not going to get." I had another another year left in me, so I'm twenty eight. Jade's twenty nine, but I'm like, "This is your last year, so you yeah, better get on yeah. this list." Um, so it was funny because we didn't even know we made the list. It was um. So, like, I was on Instagram and, like, I get, like, random DMs, like, daily, like, in my little other box. And I barely, <laughs> I barely, like, um, ever, like, open them. I don't yeah. really, like, I don't open them because most of them are just, like, replying back to my story or, like, just, like, a creepo trying to, like, slide in or whatever. And so, we, I went we'll on talk this about morning. That. We'll talk about that. <laughs> I, I, I woke up and I went on and I'd seen that I had a, a number of, like, other DMs, like, more than what there usually is. And I clicked on it and I was, like, scrolling through. And then I was just like, oh, nothing important. So, like, whatever. Got off Instagram. And then I remember pulling up to the office and I was sitting in my car at the front of the office and then I was like, oh, I'm going to just check Instagram again because, like, when I'm at work, I like to just, like, I put my phone on do not disturb, focus, and then I can, like, when I get home, I can just, like, do all my other stuff. Um, and so I was like, I'll quickly check Instagram, whatever, before I get into the office. And then I clicked my other box again. And then I was like, wait, I think I saw this this morning. Someone said, congratulations on 30, U 30. And then I was like, hmm, what does that mean? And then I clicked into it. And then I was like, oh, fuck, that's the Forbes 30 under 30. And then I was just like, Oh, I checked my emails, didn't have an email. And then I Google searched Jade Spooner and Marwa Kim 30 under 30. And it came up with the article. And then like six hours later, we got the email saying, congratulations, you made this. But someone had told me on Instagram before. And I just sat there and I was just like. How, did you, how do you even go? How do they even go about quantifying that? 
like as 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 a, as a, oh, as a, as a I don't list know of what looks. I don't know what the criteria is. I know that like so we had made so we got shortlisted and they'd contact us. They contacted us and said, "Can you please fill out this like questionnaire thing?" Our EA brief fills out all of like the all the, all all the, the award uh, information. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah, got like yeah, all yeah, of yeah. the stats and the data and like all the information. Um already on a dock and then she'll just like fill it out for us but I don't know exactly like what goes into it but I think this one was very like about you as an entrepreneur rather than just like the business as a whole because they're recognizing entrepreneurs under 30 um but in that moment like I was sitting in my car and I just like I put my head in my hands and I was just like how did we get to this point like yeah. so how, know, and how many years was that between starting and getting hit we we incorporated equalition in 2016 yeah. So five years. And it was just... It's amazing what can be achieved in five I know. years. And every entrepreneur, like their dream is to like be mentioned on Forbes. Like Forbes is like, yeah. when you're on Forbes, you know, like you're doing a good job. And so like to sit there and be like, holy shit, like our names are, on, are, on, are in Forbes. And like we've been recognized for this. We were just like, I'm just like... And to, and to, and to be obviously... You can get mentioned on Forbes and do it for a PR route, but to actually to actually get mentioned on it for something tangible, a business that you've built from from zero yeah. to like multiple eight figures, it was like is, is 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 a is a mad thing. And w- w- how long a, a long your journey was it when you when you got that that fast fourteen rating? We th- we have been listed in Deloitte for two years in a row, so we um, were the rising st- part of the rising stars. So like the under three years company and then the following year we made like the fast 50 like the big big companies like you're not just a a startup anymore um i think that was like two or three years ago but our first ever award that we won so when we started um when we took equilition full-time we enrolled for an incubator at sydney uni so if you had studied at sydney uni you could enroll for a program where you have a startup and they give you a five thousand dollar like grant, and then I think over the two years they take a clip of, out of any investment that you get, yeah. um, and like we didn't raise any funds, so there was no like we weren't really like charged anything. But it was like a if for anyone that doesn't know what an incubator is, it's like a, a twelve week or whatever how many week program that they then um, assist you to um, start your company up. So you take an idea, yeah, and, and you and you, you, and you incorporate it, yeah. it and you put your trademarks yes. around yeah, it, and yeah, and you build it. You create an MVP yeah. and so on and so they assist you and support you on this journey and so we were part of the incubator because at that time for Equolution we wanted to turn it into a mobile app and so we went through the incubator to turn Equolution into something called My Taste Guide so back then we actually had plans on building a separate app called My Taste Guide which was going to be a cheaper um, business model it was going to be like a calorie counting tool and so on we ended up meshing them together and still remaining with Equolution because Equolution had a strong brand name we didn't want to like lose the brand that we'd created but um we had done this i think it was 12 or 16 weeks we'd done the incubator program and then at the end there's like a an awards night or like a a a pitch night or something like that and you sit there and you pitch your business you're like well i've done this and i built this and this is what we do and jade and i won the incubator business award and we won like fifteen thousand dollars worth of lenovo products because we were the best business in the incubator program and then from there we started to apply for different like startup awards and we won Australia's number one startup company in the same year and they flew us to Switzerland and we competed as the Australian startup of the year 
against other companies and then we got fine we were finalists in like the female entrepreneur category and so that was like the start of like this whole you know award and, and, thing, and the little the and, and the little cash flow incentives from that and all that oh you don't really get you don't really get much you don't no. get much you so wasn't, there, like wasn't, there wasn't there wasn't much for the international one no we just got a free ticket to switzerland which is not bad it's not bad switzerland's yeah. beautiful yeah but obviously along this journey have you had like different mentors and and, and different people facilitate you along this journey like, like yeah so who's for, been a big influence in that for you so for the first the the start of the business journey we actually didn't have any mentors um do you think that would do you think that i that wish slowed, we had. do you yeah. think that slowed the growth 100 like you I, I what i've realized this year is th- there is so much in just networking and meeting like-minded yeah. individuals and listening to their story and sharing your challenges and your wins yeah. and how they did it and, and like getting to know their friends and who their mentors are like for the first three years of running the business and this comes with running an online business you become really isolated and you just want to sit behind your computer and yes. just do your work going to networking events was really I guess intimidating and scary. But there's networking events and then there's networking events. I know, I know. know what I mean? But doing any of it was just like when you sit behind a computer all day, every day, because I was saying this to Frankie earlier, we don't call our clients and we don't do one-on-one consults. It is literally all done online through a chat platform. So you get so used to typing to someone and not talking to someone. And it's very different. And so you become a a massive introvert and you're just like, I just don't want to meet people. I don't want to go out. I just like, I just want to stay home and work. See, I, I, I I have the same opinion as you as in like, I, I believe in mentorship. I believe in networking, but I believe in doing it at the right level. Yeah, I so, agree So what, what I'm saying is uh, there's a lot of people in my world that reach out to me and say, hey, Frankie, do you want to – I'd love to pick your brains. Like, fuck off. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, do you, I, I don't have time just for, for someone to decide that they want to pick my brains today. Like, there's no ego attached to that. It's yeah. just simply like – I'm tr- I am I am on purpose trying to do big shit in what I'm trying to do big shit in. I don't I can't just be going to coffee after coffee after coffee meeting for no for no for, for anybody any more yeah. than you can as well. So like yeah. ne- it's it's all about networking but networking at the right level and yeah. networking with a purpose of 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 actually yeah. it's like we we're, we're doing this now but like there's there's a value exchange in 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 it do you know what i'm saying of like course, it's, yeah. like i'm not just here to waste your time of course it, and that's and that's and that's where networking has to has to you have to answer both sides of the coin i agree bit. with that and so um the first few years of running the business no mentoring and just like no one that we really what do you reckon that if you could put a dollar figure on how much no mentoring cost you what would you what would you put on it like i just want to i just want to know. know i we could have times fived our company in the first year like if we had mentoring like you don't what, realize what, what's the that? power of yeah, having someone that's been there done what's that. In, give me in numbers then what does that look like oh, hundreds of thousands of dollars literally yeah like if literally not, so, so, so millions millions really, really, really yeah. yeah and so we then had um, a mentor our first ever mentor like paid mentor um, was um, a I was going to say a girl, she's not a girl, a female called um, Alex Durkin. She was a 2IC for Shopo and she came on for um, ops mentoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, She was great. We loved working with her. I think though at the time, 
Like we just weren't ready for it. You need to be ready to have someone keep you accountable. And when you're trying to run your own business and you've got someone saying, have you done this? Have you done that? It's like having homework. You're just like, I just can't manage it. Like you Mm. need to prioritize it. And I wish we had. Yeah. There's no point taking on a mentor and then, and then being resentful to what they tell you. Yeah. Cause that, cause that kind of defeats the fucking object. Yeah. Yeah. And so that didn't work out and it didn't work out because Alex wasn't a good mentor. She was a great mentor. It was because we just weren't, in the right mindset to take it on. And then I think a couple of years passed and we had people just tell us how important it was to have advisors or mentors. Um, And we kept in touch with a few people from the Incubate program that we would reach out to. Um, But it wasn't until we were in touch with Toby. And so Toby Pierce, um, we, he has built an incredible um, platform in the fitness space. So for us, having some, having being introduced to someone like that was, I guess, like a like a dream. It was just like, oh my god, like we get to talk to someone who's been there, done that in our industry, been through the same kind of same struggles. thing. Like they built a mobile app, they were manual, and then they built a mobile app, and then he facilitates a service to the same target market as we do. He understands our target market. He understands, he understands the tech. The, he platform. understands the demographic. A hundred percent. And so when we were introduced to him, there was synergy. We were just like. You get us, we get you. Like this could really work. And I think we had a couple of mentoring sessions um, with Toby um, as Equolution, like Jade and I. But then I felt like I really loved his approach to business. Um, I loved his, I loved just everything that he would live and breathe um, when it came to business, even life and like mindset and, and the brain and so on. And I just like, I then took my own path and started to get personally mentored by Toby. Um, and I like, I even said this to you earlier, like it was, it's been a life changing experience. Like that guy is a freaking genius. Like he is the smartest person I have ever met in my entire life. It is crazy. And I've said to him like time and time again, like he's just exited sweat. Um, and I just said like, when your time frees up, like you need to create like a platform where you share your brain and your yeah, intelligence yeah. with the world because his, this is not okay that you were storing all of this and not sharing it with people. His, like, people need to know. I, I kind of think, and Toby might disagree with this, but I spoke to him on the phone a few times and obviously in the DMs and we share books and stuff and we, we share a lot of conversations. And... The way with with Toby, the way I see it is like his 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 whole purpose with Sweat was to set that up to, to learn how that whole thing played out. Yeah. But his, I kind of feel that his purpose beyond that is to now help create something that obviously generates revenue, but for him and obviously will blow up anyway. But like is a business model, but like to kind of serve people at a higher level, like like you're saying with with entrepreneurship, with building brand, because. Australia's got so many phenomenal entrepreneurs. Yeah. And if you've got someone like that that can give so much to the community, you, you can you could literally level up the whole... The whole oh my because God. Because yeah. Aus, Australia... Aus, the, I, I think we're mad here, the way that the way that the government doesn't give you even more... Like, like how, how, how even, like, the Gold Coast isn't a tech hub with, like, tax incentives yeah. and tax breaks and people like Toby come, like setting up businesses like that to, to, to like be like a not I'm not saying Singapore or anything like that or Silicon Valley but like to really drive that because yeah. Australia's got so many people that could really make that 100%. move 100% and I've just I like there have been times that I've like will be in conversation about business and then he'll say something I'll just look at him and be like you're just so smart like how are you not sharing this with 
other entrepreneurs like he like just the business person that I've become just from working with him oh my god I am a completely different person the way that I even think about business is so different because of him like and it's just like I yeah I just I've said to him you need to facilitate this for more people people need to learn from you because whatever you have stored up here is just like just on another level like on another level so Toby has agreed with me that he's coming on this podcast. You need to have him on this podcast. No, he's, he's agreed with me. He's coming on this podcast. <laughs> if he forgoes that agreement, <laughs> I will fly to Adelaide. <laughs> I can. Well, I do know where he lives, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like I know that I know that that podcast will happen, and I know, and he's already agreed it to it. It will bring so much and value to your audience. Honestly, like you're talking about half a billion dollar brand valuation or more um, built in Australia in the fitness space doing doing big stuff it's big shit and like like what you guys are doing and it's it's no coincidence that once someone's led the way in how it can do it and then you can just lean back and pull someone up and and yeah. i know that i know that on a personal level he gets so much value from that yeah that's why i asked you about mentors it's like because i need people to understand that listen to this it's like everyone will come on and tell the story or a lot of people will come on and tell the story about how they've built this themselves and how they've done this themselves and all this themselves yeah. a lot of people forget the nuances and the nuance is this it's like there was there was pivotal moments in your in your whole time where you've not only backed yourself but where you've been supported by others and, and stuff like yeah. that, which allows you the growth to go and take it yeah. further. And like people kind of miss those nuances. Yeah. One thing I want to ask you is, because you're such a like a like a powerful entrepreneurial woman, I'm sure it's it's like relationship type things are, yeah. are really. Uh, you know, I want to go. I want to go here because I want to go here. Uh, right. I want to go yeah, here yeah, because yeah. it's so important for like women and men to understand what you have to put on the line. And we don't have to go in, into any refined details, but like it's so important. Like it's, it, it must be hard for a woman like you who's doing big shit now to date to to find that person to yeah. to, to you know because like we can we can talk about business, we can talk about revenue numbers all day long, but like the real Amal like has 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 other stuff going on too. You know what I'm saying? Like isn't is that isn't that a hard part to go through? Yeah, it it is. Um, I think that most recently, I would say in the last two years, um. I started to have more like work-life balance. So back when I first started the business, it was about seven days a week and I need to work all the hours in the day that like I'm awake and like I had that mentality that I need to work more in order to become successful. But now I'm in the mentality of work smarter, not harder and you need to have that balance. You need to have those relationships, whether they're friendships or like partners or and you know, just family bonds and so on like those are so important. Like, and we were speaking about this earlier, like money, just like money and success does not drive happiness at all. Yeah, yeah. Doing what you love and enjoying life and, you know, feeling free and just like, you know, being surrounded by your loved ones is what allows you to be happy, yeah. not money. Yeah. And so you can't neglect that. And for so many years of running the business – relationships whether they were like love relationships or personal like uh, friendships they were all put aside because work came first but now it's like creating that balance but then again it's it's really hard and we were talking about this earlier like you don't know like you don't know uh, who is genuine and who is not like are these people my friends because like they like a mile or are they my friends because they like equilution 
or are they my friends? Because like you pay them, yeah. yeah so yeah, like yeah. you don't you you actually don't know. So it's, yeah. it's really hard to like find or figure out who is genuine. I think I think the tr- the the the, the truth the truth of it all is as you become more and more quote unquote successful as you build as you start to build like seven eight figure brands like you're building multiple eight figures whatever like you can it kind it, it kind of becomes you, your circle just becomes smaller and smaller of yeah. people of people that your energy can bang with 100%. like in terms of like you can't you can't you can't just I was saying this to you earlier wasn't I, about about like I was giving you like you can't it's like you can't it, you can't you can't date at certain levels anymore because like you know it wouldn't it wouldn't work because of of, of the, the dis- misalignment yeah of the misalignment in, in in the whole in the whole game and uh, and that's why I wanted to ask you about it on here because like there must be a lot of men that do get into I, I imagine there would be a lot of men that be intimidated by you even because of because of your success well it's yeah like yeah like I hear that and people say that all the time but it's like they don't even take the first step to it, like reach out. It's like if they, like, I was, yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah, I, I was, get the creepos I, on Instagram, yeah. but like these are just like just creepos on Instagram. But like you don't get really a lot of attention um, for, at for all. The, and then the like right, when yeah. I like when I've said that to like my girlfriends before, I'm like, oh, like you know, like I don't even like get many people sliding. They're like because they're intimidated. It's like oh, but they haven't even tried. You know? Yeah, 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 but but a lot, a lot of uh, if you if you if you do it in a bar terminology, mm. a lot of a lot of men won't ever go up to the hottest woman in a bar because they're like, okay, well, I just like she's yeah, she, she's, she's out of my league, yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, that's yeah. just that's a dumb, it's a, yeah, and, and really, and really, when you yeah. when you work out the maths on it, right, like the. It, it, it's like that's the best opportunity that, to go for oh, because yeah. like no one's talking to that guy. Yeah. But, but the thing is, but it's just, it's the, it's the looks and the, and the, and the presence that intimidates. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know it's what I mean? True. It's, it, it's, it's so it, true. It, it when when you're a woman like yourself who's done big shit and is comfortable in herself and 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 holding that like you know that powerful like that look. That yeah. Then obviously like. Unless you're a strong-minded man and can and can articulate a conversation with you, yeah. you ain't going to be able to breach that gap. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and quite... I, yeah. For me, like, what is important is that I meet someone that challenges me and that I learn from daily. Like, I need to feel stimulated in my relationship. I can't go on and just like have someone that doesn't really bring much value into my life. Like, I hope that I can bring value into their life, but they also bring value into mine, and I think that's like really yeah. fundamental for me. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I like it. I, I'm glad. I'm glad that we touched on it because I think it's so important that everyone understands that you know, as as you become that quote unquote success yeah. figure, it gets even it gets even harder because your your the whole thing refines for you, like what you what you want out of life. Yeah. What do you do? You read like books and stuff. Yes. Is it you lo- yes, love I books love, too? I, I, love I read. I read a lot. Obviously, I've got books everywhere. But yeah, like, I love reading. What what if you were going to give like your top five books that that have impacted and changed your life for the audience? What would they be? The courage to be disliked. Uh, the the Japanese one. Yeah, yeah, I love Great that book. book. I, I love that book. I, I sent that to Toby. Yeah, I, I love that. Toby sent that to me. I, I sent oh, it to. There you go. There you I go. I sent that to. Yeah, him. he sent that to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of my book recommendations have actually gotten from Toby because he's a, a book nerd. Um. He that, gets all his book recommendations from me. Oh, so. there we go. I don't even need no. to recommend my top five. No. You probably no, 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 know no, no, no. that. I want you to. I want um, you to go for it. The courage to be disliked. I think that has changed the way that I view my relationships, um, yeah. or relationships in my life, yeah. and even view myself. Like 
it's so easy to lack self-love like Frankie you've probably picked this up on me like I don't have a lot of confidence like at all like I'm just like I always like oh I get no, nervous no, and I do no, this. No, like, no. just in like in in what, what I was trying to explain to you at the start of the podcast in relation to that just because you mentioned it what I was trying to explain to you is that you're, you're talking about this confidence thing yeah. right with you and Mal and the thing is you've done a lot of big shit and there's a lot of people will be like oh yeah you've done big shit big shit and everyone's telling you about this and the other but it's like you're doing an Instagram story right yeah. before this podcast yeah. and you was like oh I don't know whether I should post it this and the other and you was talking about confidence. And I'm like, no, no, Amal, you're missing the point. Like, confidence isn't what you need. Self-belief is what you need to instill within yourself. It's true. Right? That, and, was a, that was a really and, good and, and, and it's like, that you said, yeah. It's, it's like, once you, if you instill self-belief, like, you know, confidence could be shattered. Self-belief yeah. is instilled within you. Yeah. Within you. Once, you, once you've got that, it, it, why does it matter? Like, you know, what, yeah. what fucking Instagram. If you want to post on Instagram, you post it on Instagram. Yeah, my EA says that to me all the time. Brie, best friend in EA. Like I sent her the the boomy that I posted. I sent this to her. I'm like, is this okay to post? And she's like, Amal, you need to stop asking me for approval for everything. If you want to do it, just do it. Yeah. Just go for it. Just have confidence and self belief. Yeah, yeah. No, no, don't take the word confidence completely out of, yeah. out of your vocabulary because confidence, honestly, it's like even even if you talk about it in the boxing terminology, you, you can shatter confidence. Yeah. Self belief is it's instilled. So true. Instilled, and once you instill yeah. that, that's when you go to a whole different level. Yeah. It's like, um, why can't you? Because at the end of the day, you fucking look what you're doing, man. Why, yeah. why wouldn't you have it's self? True. Why wouldn't you have self belief? So what when you think of how trivial an Instagram story is compared to I what know, you've already done? I know. Like have a I word with yourself. Yeah. Right. Anyway, back to the books. Um, yeah. So yeah. that taught me um to change the way that I viewed my relationships, but it also changed the way that I viewed myself. So it, I started to have more self love and self belief. It was just like you're on this universe for you. Yeah. You need to start putting yourself first. And yeah. so that is what that book taught me. I took a lot from that book. Um, business, um, Hacking Growth, um, one of my favorites. Did you recommend that to Toby as well? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get that all the time, isn't I? Yeah. No, 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 I didn't. Um, no, I didn't. Hacking Growth. He probably, so he's probably, he's probably um, recommended that one to me. But <laughs> it's a good one. It's really good. It just like teaches you the importance of data and understanding your data and then yeah. how you can... How you um, can use it and leverage it. Yes. Um, love that book. Um, another one that I really enjoyed reading, which was one of the first that I ever read, was The 5am Club. Um, not because Robin I, Sharma. yes, yeah. not because I wake up at 5am every morning. I did it for a long time. Um, but because it just instilled like good habits, yeah. like it just taught me to like, wake up, don't rush your morning, enjoy your morning, yes. exercise, yes. meditate, journal, yes. um, start how you start your day is how the rest of your day will look like. Yes, yes. And so start it in a very calm and like enjoyable manner. Um, so I loved like what it instilled in me in terms of like setting a good morning routine and how that um, affected the rest of my day. Um, I'm reading The Effective Executive at the moment. Um, it's a Peter Drucker. Peter Drucker, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a Mad small book. Yeah, it, I'm loving it because, again, Toby is my mentor, um, said to me that I need to stop reading the Waffly books. He's like, yeah, it's good to read about other people's success, but you need to start reading about like theories. And so like yeah. he now, I'm dipping into like how to become a better executive um, yeah. and how to like, and this book go, goes uh, on about it, managing yourself in order to manage people. Yeah, I think he's giving you more actionable content. Yes, actionable content. So I, so far, like I'm halfway through and I'm really enjoying that. I've learned like a few principles in that that I have like already started to apply. Like one small thing is like focus on one thing at one time. You know, if you're the one thing, yeah, if you're gonna, Kev, if you're the Gar- CEO of Gary a company, K- K- 
Gary Keller, I think, or the one thing. Or Kevin Keller, or something like that, yeah. Yeah, just focus on one thing. Everything else is not important. Mm. And so, like, my emails are now, like, 300 because of that. Do, do you do that thing where you say to yourself, okay, what's the one thing that I could do today that if I, did, if I, did, if I only did that one thing, it would go above all else? Like, No, I don't do that, but that's what this book is pretty much just saying. And then, yeah. like, you focus on that one thing for, like, however many months, and then you move on to... But yeah. then you look at your priority list, and it may have shifted... By then, and then you then take the yeah. next thing. Like, what's the one thing? Um, so that's something that I've learned from there. Um, and then I've loved reading books, like no particular one, but about other successful businesses, like the book about Netflix, um, the book about Nike, like Shoe Dog. Yeah, um, it's a good like book. there's just been a few that. Um, talk about the the journey that other entrepreneurs have experienced like the companies that you aspire to be and i've just loved reading them because you can pinpoint exactly where you're up to in their journey have you ever read the dip by seth seth godin it's like a marketing book no and what it explains is the fact of when you're on when you're on that journey there's always this dip where you could literally near you could literally throw the cards in and give up I but, just went through that dip. Yeah, literally, yeah, I, I, we I, literally like went through that dip most recently, and we've just yeah, and, and, out and, of then, it. and then you get the back back up oh, the hockey tick growth back yeah. on the back on it. Send me, send me the link. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you the I'll show you yeah. the book before you leave today because yeah. it like it's it, it's it's it, and it's only literally like that short. It's like a little. It's like yeah. a hundred page book. You can read it Loud. in like like read it in an hour. Okay, and it's just something that gets your mind. I, I the reason I have it in the cupboard is because I have it there so that when I'm having a fucking bad day, excuse my language. When I'm having a bad day, oh, I've right, said the f word so many. Yeah, times. Yeah, I, I do too. I don't even want to say it. Excuse me. Yeah. Don't don't excuse me. I, <laughs> I think this is like the tenth time you've said. And yeah, you just yeah, yeah. said, excuse my language. <laughs> I know, but I just looked at you and I was like, oh, I really shouldn't swear about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but do, do you know what I mean? Like, like um, it, well, every time I get a little, like, I have a, re- like a really bad time in business, I just read this book and I'm like, okay, like, do you know what I mean? And and it helps me identify if I'm in the dip. And uh, and when you're in the dip, there's two things that you can do when you're there. You you Sometimes it is better to quit right and 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 to move on to something else because that's what your path is showing you but sometimes it's better to continue but this book allows you to identify that whether that's that, cool that whether, i want to read it yeah and that's yeah. why i recommend it to you yeah because, i want to read it because um uh i think that's going to help you with a lot of stuff like that you're going through anyway that's cool one that i really enjoyed reading which was like just about um, another another business was called bad blood it was just about an unethical business. It was just so much drama. It was like, I didn't learn anything from it. It was just like a really interesting read. You just loved the drama. I just loved the drama. You just, you just like, spilled the tea. I can't believe someone did this. And I'm pretty sure they um, had a documentary on it as well because it was like based on like a real real life story. Um, but other than that, I think like the two that are the, the standouts for me are a Hacking Growth and The Courage to be Disliked. Definitely. Yeah. Courage to be Disliked is a phenomenal oh, book. And Atomic Habits. That's been good. James Clear, yeah. But it's quite straightforward. Like what you learn in all these other books is what like Atomic Habits pretty much says. But I, I, I think Atomic Habits is the book that everyone should read because I think, because I, th- I think the way that James Clear articulates it is better than any other book. I think the book that everyone should read is The Courage to be Disliked. Yeah. I just... Just, I can't even. It'll help people it. get out their own head. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I just, yeah, it was. A and good psycho book. cybernetics. If you've not read that, you no, should read okay. it. Okay, those those are two books that you psycho know. cybernetics. Yes, because that will help you understand a few more things that we talked about before the podcast that we, that we won't talk about now. But like, it'll help you a lot more okay. along those kind of lines as well. So like, yeah, hundred yeah. percent, you should get that psycho cybernetics. I advise every 
person to read that. And if you're a man and you want to learn how to be a better man, then the 100% the book you should read is That's The cool. Way the way of the Superior Man. 100% oh. you should read that. Okay, I'm not going to read that, but you're, you're not gonna there's read a that, recommendation. But, but there you go, there's the recommendation. Yeah. But like what, so now I just want to pivot into um, like what is, an, you know, in the next 12 months for for a, for the business and yeah. equilution. I was just thinking equation, equilution. Because like, I've said it so many times. Equilution. Yeah. For equilution in the next twelve months, like what is the, the, the goal with it? Like where where is it going to? So for the start of our hiring journey, we hired a lot of nutrition coaches. We didn't hire many seniors or executives. So right now the focus is building structure. that leadership team, that yeah. structure, um, just having the business operate in the most efficient and high performance a high performing way possible um that's like my goal create a really great culture um sustain that um and just build the foundations of a great company really are you and st- the technology as well to scale internationally are you still ceo um we jade and i co-ceo um we have i am shifting more into just the sole ceo of the company yes and i have been doing that for a fair few months now um it's like oh, that was my belly again um it's <laughs> they, can't, they, they can't. The they can't. They can't. Um, they can't hear that like, on the podcast. Oh, can, are you sure? I heard it through my headphones. No, nah, no, nah, nah, I nah, heard nah, it. Nah, nah. Um, yeah. So, like, it's not. I've not solidified my title as CEO, but like, I have been shifting to being the sole CEO of Evolution. Will, will you ever be open to to forgoing that role and moving someone else into the more like the CEO role, so you can you can just dive straight in, straight into the business? Like, for instance, argument's sake, Ben Ben Francis for years with Gymshark dived dived into marketing and you know, marketing because that's that's where I think now while the business is still relatively small, it's not small, but like our team is small. I think we've got like just over 20 at the moment. Um, I like right now my focus, for example, has been with the marketing team. So like I've been assisting the marketing team while still looking over the yeah. overarching uh, business. But, but as um, you grow, it's something you may consider. Yes. And I think Toby um, explained this to me really um, great. Look, Toby, if you're listening to this, my explanation is going to be so off to how you explained it, but he was talking about a founder going into a CEO um, position versus like someone that's a CEO that's not a founder of the company. So a founder dips into so many different Mm. departments, Mm. whereas like a CEO will come in and he'll just know a little bit of each department. Um, And he was just explaining like the difference between the two. I I I just think that most founders aren't, really f- meant to be CEOs of their businesses. Well, I, I, th- I think the CEO is meant to be operationally good in all the areas and be able, yeah. and be able to run it operationally and, 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 and put the structure in around it like you're talking about. But you as a founder then can pull back and be like, and be like, and, 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 and create that vision and that overarching vision that can then be, that can then be optimized through the business without, yeah. without, cause like when you, when you're, when you're a CEO founder, it's like, you're you're wanting to get big picture, but then you've got to deal with deal with um, this HR issue over here, and you've got to deal with this mm-hmm. over here, like or that's being reported up to be you. Be the visionary, and, 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 and it's yeah. like, well, how can you be visionary when you're thinking about the fact that Teresa slept with someone at the Christmas party? I do think, you know, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, I agree with that, and I think that for me, if I believed it wasn't in the best interest of the company. I would happily step away, but I think that I'm the best person right now to facilitate it. And I probably will be the best person for it for the next like two or three years. And then whenever I feel like 
there's someone else that can come and do the job better, better. than me. You're, you're, I will you're step ha- away. You're happy to I step away. I am so happy to step away. But I think right now in this moment, I would say that I'm the best person to facilitate that role in the company. And I'm enjoying it. I feel like it's the right mo- right time for me in my life. And I think it's the right time for the company for me to step into that role. Yeah, no, I like that. I like, yeah. I like, the, I like, I like the fact that you're open to, hundred percent, open to moving, moving on. Because like 100%. so many, so many people get stuck in that, in that C, no. CEO role. I, Whatever's in the best interest of the company, honestly. Yeah, hundred percent. Like because, it, and it, and it, and it makes you, and it, and it can make a lot of founders unhappy because they, they, they think. They think founder and CEO is the same no, thing, and it's not. It's, it's not. a completely different. It's a completely different 100%. skill set. There's good CEOs. There's good CEOs that would never found their own company. No, they just a, run out. They a just CEO run. is like leadership and management, whereas like a founder is really visionary. Like they're yeah. so different. Different yeah. skill set. Cre- ones are creative. Ones are creative and has creative yeah. ideas. The other, the, the other ones are systemized, stu- yeah. and they're two, di- they're two different people. Hundred percent. So I'm trying to like learn on how to become a better CEO. Like how like I'm bettering my leadership skills, my management skills. So that's what my learning focus is right now. But then on the other side of the coin, what's the point in that when you could just when you I could love just it. when you I could love you, it. Yeah, but you, you're improving skills when you could naturally lean into your better skills and then outsource your your. Sort I love of, it. I just like I feel like I'm thriving right now. I feel like that. If my, it lights you up, my journey has up. just started. Like me moving yeah. into like this role is just like I feel excited by it. Yeah, I no, feel I like, like you know like, like and I've I've said to like Jade and so on like I want to just I want to be treated as an, an employee of the company like yes I'm the founder but I want to be treated as an employee like I want to have my own KPIs and my goals and like I want to see my career progression and so on like I want to feel that in my own company yeah yeah, yeah. no I like that I like yeah. that because then you got some then you got something to to, to, work, to, towards. to work towards yeah purpose in the business not just yeah. purpose for equation but purpose as an employee I, pres- I presume the most of your user base at this moment are in Australia right yeah, ninety percent are Australian. We don't not facilitate it internationally. Our technology, like our database, um, is predominantly Australian products. So our meal plans are quite specific with the products we recommend. So in order to scale internationally, we just need to have a bigger database, and that just requires a lot of time. And so right now, we're just facilitating mostly Australian. Wait, we don't it, market overseas, but is, we do have international people come through because of Instagram. Is there is is if you what markets are you going to go into internationally first? It's hard. We haven't done an international plan yet, um, but I would say we would move into something very similar to the Australian culture like New Zealand. Yeah. Um, which is not big, but it's just moving into just one something region. you could dominate from day one. Yeah, I would say like New Zealand and maybe Singapore and then like eventually the US. Yeah. Um, and then it would be particular regions of the US. We wouldn't just go US, we would yeah. go like LA, then Texas, yeah. then New York and so yeah. on. Because yeah. at the end of the day, when you're talking about like LA, LA, LA might have like 10, 20 million people in it. So it's like a small country anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you might, you don't just want to go and dive into a whole country. It's kind of like how Uber rolled out in different regions. 100%, 100%. Yeah. We would apply the same concept. It's like it's when Uber were testing other countries, they went into other countries and other regions. I think they went into Thailand, they got smacked in one city like oh we can't operate here and they moved the whole company out and they and they and they reevaluated the whole idea because they had to prove the concept worked in yep. Thailand before and it didn't yep. so 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 they backed out of it real quick you just learn and then you implement from I your love learnings. it I love it I love yep. I, I love I love the fact of how you how you've laid it out so bare for everyone to understand and and we've touched upon even the relationship stuff and all that stuff I just love that fact that you know it's, it's the real it's the real amount you know yep. what I mean it's the real it's the real shit yeah if there was one piece of advice that you had to give right to 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 the people listening to this to empower them to 
to do more, be more, see more and everything else that you needed when, when you were starting your journey, what would it be? I have two pieces of advice. Go can for I, it. Can I share both? Um, the first one is block out the noise. Like 100% people will always have something to say about your journey and they will always share their opinions. Um, but like you said, back yourself block it out and just go with whatever you believe in. But then also my second piece of advice comes off that is um, your gut always knows what's up. Like you just don't, don't push that to the side. Like your, in, like your gut into your gut instinct and your intuition have a lot to say. And so like, if we hadn't run with that, we wouldn't be where we are today. Jed and I like, yes, yeah, strategy is a very important piece. And like, we've become very strategic over the last 24 months, but initially just like listen to your gut. I love it. Yeah. I love it because it's, it's it's like it's so true. But the way you've articulated it, and I think block out the noise in this day and age is so 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 important. so. so powerful. Like I said, I don't know if I said it in the podcast. I think I did, where I said like we got to a point where we could invest in tech and scale the company, or just keep running this like a lifestyle business. And everyone was like, "You make good money. Yeah. Why are you investing it back into the business? Like, just keep doing what you're doing, and you you're set up for life." And we we're just like, "No." We have a vision, like we're going to keep going all the way. But that's the difference, like, and 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 I don't know whether this is on the, this is on the podcast or whether it's on the pre roll. This is why, guys, you should sign up for the pre roll content, cheeky. But anyway, <laughs> but like, but like, um, <gasps> wait, the pre roll? Oh no! No, 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 edited pre roll, edited, edit, edit. We spoke about a lot of things. Yeah, edited pre roll. Don't don't worry, it won't be the full pre roll. Oh, anyway. I didn't know that's why you were rolling the camera. <laughs> no, we roll it, but we don't use it all. Like you can relax. Oh, God. You can relax. You're gonna have the part about me wanting to lay down. Where I'm just that, like, that. oh, can I lay down and just? I just like we started this podcast. I'm like, can we lay down and chill? Because like I wasn't sure where the camera was like pointing at us. Oh, uh, I can't remember where I was going. With my part of the conversation. Now you said that. Like I can't remember what thread I was on. But I was. Can actually, I quickly just film you? Yeah. What you like? Wanna, I just want to. Um, you want to film me live on air? No, like I just because I'm doing a day in the life vlog, so I'm just like. So I, I love how this consume. is. Ha- I love how this is happening during the podcast. Yeah, because like it needs to be real. <laughs> yeah, all right. So guys. like I'm so just I'm like ju- they're I'm not going to hear you, but I'm just going to go like yeah. so people know that like there's a podcast. I love going. it. I love it. This is this is like businesswoman of the year kind of stuff. I'm doing. I'm, I'm literally doing. It, I'm literally doing. It, oh my god, that's coming. <laughs> you I can't believe this happened. I, it completely took my train of thought there. I was going to go into something real good there, but but yeah. I'm sorry, but my you, video you, interrupted. You, you, Oh yeah, that, that's that's right. You were talking about the 500k lifestyle business, and it's like the difference. But when you were earning 500k, yeah, it was like when you and Jay could take 500k each a year and and take that out of the business, and yeah, that's all well and good. Yeah. That's great, fantastic, cool. But it's like, but the difference between that and a Canva kind of scenario yeah. where you exit for billions is backing yourself. A hundred percent. 100% because like I said you can get really content and you can just be like oh I make good money and like I can live in a, in a great house and drive a nice car and buy this and have freedom when it comes to like you know purchasing things yeah. and like you can get content but if you don't have that passion to keep driving you to you know want to achieve more um, you can easily just stop it being that lifestyle business. And this is what I try and tell people like um, and I always use We didn't need to invest in tech. We yeah, you, you at some you, point you it would have died out because it would have been too manual. But you'd have made so much cash, you'd have been set up. Yeah, because we didn't have any overheads. Yeah, yeah, we would have been fine. But we yeah. we did it because we had a message that we wanted to share. You had a message, you had a vision that was bigger yeah. than yourself. And yeah. because you've got, you, you you and I both know from from previous experience that it's it's 
it's you it's the journey right it's, you, journey. it's the journey that you that you you're in the pursuit of actually just enjoying the journey there's no fixed end goal yeah. there is no limit to what your business can achieve there is mm-hmm. no limit to where this podcast can go if you put it in the fact if i just put all my heart and soul into getting to 100 episodes when i get to 100 episodes what I find, episodes are you up to now uh, for you'll you'll be num- you'll be about like forty six, forty seven by the time this goes out, probably. Good work, you're like, halfway there. Do, do you know what I mean? But even 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 though when you get to a, even when you get to hundred, if I just put all my e- emphasis on a hundred, yeah. right, and then when I get there, it's like I, I feel like I've completed something. Then there'll be no drive left. A hundred percent. So it's like I just I just don't limit yourself. So my 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 goal and my drive is like get unbelievable guests that are doing unbelievable things in sport entrepreneurship and all this kind of stuff and get those and get those people to tell their real authentic story not this bullshit that they go and spout on the mentor about they turned over this revenue number and turned over that revenue number and all this crap and like everyone i'm like no 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 who who is amal like what what, what's what's she about where she struggled like what's what's the what's the truth in that and that and that's what comes across in this and that's why it's real shit and that's why i'm passionate about it i loved it and if you can do that in business life or whatever you're doing you can achieve anything but you don't just go and sink a fucking a whole load of energy into this end goal shit because it doesn't exist there's no yeah. fucking end goal yeah it's just enjoy it i agree 100 percent. now I'm drop your instagram and your and your app and your website and everything so that people can do it and i'm gonna put don't yep. don't be wrong i'll put all this in the show notes as well cool. um so business instagram is equalition so it's e-q-u-a-l U T I O N, so equal and I love how you are. I love how you are to think of the name as well. I was just like, shit, I don't know how to like. Do you usually type it? You never really like spell it out loud. So just equalition on Instagram. It'll be be in the bio. We've got like a little donut um, DP, and then just equalition.com. The app is called Equalition. Just just search Equalition, and and it will all come up. And then just my personal handle is just Amal A M A L dot Wikim. Yeah, slide in, boys. Slide. In. I'm oh. joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I can't promise that I'll respond, I, I, I but joke. I'm joking. <laughs> Send her a voice note. <laughs> and uh, my Instagram is at Frankie Lee. If you don't already follow me, you should be following me. And can I just say, guys, like if if we've given you any value today. All I all I ask you to do is that you send them our message. You send me a message. You tell us what you got out of the podcast. You go you go on Apple. You leave me a review, a nice one. I might say, a nice one. Drop yeah. a nice YouTube comment. You know, share the content with your friends. Tell as many people about the podcast as possible. Share it on Instagram. Just do me a solid favor with this. This is my passion. This is my purpose. I'm like trying to give you as much value as possible. Like all I want you to do is share it and help me get the message out there to more people that's all i ask from you that has been the frankie lee podcast i've really enjoyed that has it. been a marvel Kim. she has smashed life she's smashing everything it's all good and i'm proud of you for, thank you for, and i'm for, proud of you as well uh, honestly touch gloves <laughs> <laughs> much love guys thank you for having me bye don't forget to subscribe to the frankie lee podcast 